Welcome to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. Through this show, we hope to provide a resource of education and encouragement for students, parents, and leaders about the revival of Christian values in our community. On A Court of Three Strands, we'll focus on the three foundational strands that make a strong, flourishing Christian culture, the church, the family, and education. We desire to order these things around God's word to advance Christ's kingdom and so glorify him and bless our community. My name is Ron Young, headmaster of Providence Academy and founder of the Palatine Institute. And I'm Noah Tetzner, a curious student of classical education and podcast producer. Through our conversations, we look forward to sharing fellowship, knowledge, and practical wisdom for his glory here on the Quarter Three Strands podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome back to A Court of Three Strands. We're in the middle of our second season on truth and virtue. And today we're going to be talking about the transcendentals. Mr. Young, I must confess, I do not know what that means. So what are the transcendentals? Uh, excellent. Transcendentals are attributes of human nature inherited and inherent to all men everywhere at all time. Mm. Um, it's a, uh, it's within our deepest consciousness that we're aware of and has a desire for the transcendentals of perfect and unconditional truth, uh, beauty, and goodness. All right. Okay? So truth, goodness, beauty uh, are the transcendentals, um, and they are uh, very much key to uh, what I think uh, as a, a renewal of classical, or I'm sorry, of Christian ed, uh, culture, um, that we we should have an understanding of this. Um, like I said, you can you can look at pagan literature. You can watch um, movies that are made by non-Christians. You, yeah. you can just see everywhere this, this deep desire and longing for things that are really true mm-hmm. and really good um, and that are, that are beautiful. And, uh, and of, of course, uh, it, it's human nature. Um, our, our fallen human nature uh, has a desire often for false things. and uh, things that aren't good and things that are in false beauty. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'd like to do today is talk through the three transcendentals, truth, goodness, beauty. Yeah. And then talk a little bit about why it's important for us to have this understanding. And as we pursue becoming virtuous people, um, truth, goodness, and beauty, are, are things that help us aim right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Well, and, and, you know, truth, goodness, and beauty, obviously all three of those things are objective, right? It's not about what one person or one group of people labels good or beautiful Yeah, as opposed to another. Yeah. As a transcendental we'll and we'll talk about that when we get to beauty Um, there's, there's some standards to to what makes something beautiful. And I'll, I'll even talk a little bit about maybe a particular way in which we can distinguish between false beauty and true beauty. All right. Right. Yeah. So let, let's start with, true. let's start with goodness. I just, this is not written down. I just decided we're going to start with goodness. Why not? Why not? So the idea of goodness is something is good. If it accomplishes that, which it is made for. 
it accomplishes that which is made. So for instance, over here on my desk, which the audience cannot see, is this um, coffee mug. And this coffee mug is good if it does what it was intended to do. That yeah. The maker made it so that it would hold hot beverages. And with this handle, um, it won't burn me. And uh, it'll, it, and I can drink it and the coffee is not going to, because I'm just going to say it's coffee. I always have coffee in my mug. That The coffee is not going to like dribble down my beard or something. It is, it is good. Right. If it keeps it warm, I can hold the cup. It's not going to burn me. It's going to keep my hands warm on a cold day. Yeah. I use the handle and, and drink it and it, it just, it works. And because it, it works, it's a good cup. It's a good mug. Right. All right. If it yeah, was yeah. cracked and it was leaking, then it's not good. Yeah. Right. So when we talk about this in terms of human nature, um, we, we have a desire for good things but also we understand that what God would want of us is he's made us according to his purposes and that we want, we desire with those theological, you know, yeah. virtues of faith, hope, and love. We desire to, to be good, right? Not just to, yeah. not just to act uh, something, but, to, but that there's yeah. like this goodness about us that we're doing, we're living the way God had made us. Right? Yeah. So, um, and, and how do we know mm. if we're good or not? Well, yeah, right. Something, yeah. some sort of standard needs to tell us what is good and what is not good. That standard for us is truth. And, and as Christians, we understand this the truth, particularly in terms of the morality of things, uh, come from scripture. So there's an, there's a, an objective truth, truth, meaning it corresponds to reality, right? There's this, there's, um, it's an accord with reality, the way things actually are as a human being, we actually are a particular way and we're good human beings. If we're doing those things in accord with reality, the ancient philosophers, I, I love one of the books. And I think I mentioned this in the episode or in one of the first season, but, um, we, we read, uh, uh, on the Good Life, um, a collection of essays that um, Cicero wrote. You know, mm -hmm. so here's this um, sort of—he's not truly a Stoic; he's more eclectic in there, but he has a lot of Stoic uh, aspects to him. Cicero does, and and he talks about how to have a good life. Uh, to be happy means to live according to your nature, which has to do with the reality of of how things are. Yeah. If if our life is out of accord with reality, it's not going to be good. Yeah. And if it's not good, it's not, you're not going to be happy. Right. Yeah. So what our world has tried to do. So one of the books that we read at Providence is uh, Cicero writes a, a collection of essays that we call on the good life. Yeah. And, and so what Cicero does, he's this uh, eclectic thinker, kind of leans towards stoicism. Mm -hmm. um, he basically is making the case that in order for someone to uh, be happy, they need to live a good life. And that by good life, it means that they are living in harmony or in, according to nature. That is yeah. how things actually are. Right. Mm -hmm. So to be happy, you need to conform your life to reality. That is to truth. If you deviate from that, 
your life is not going to be good and you're not going to be happy. Mm. So what, what's happened in our world, Noah, is this. People don't like reality. They would like to do things that aren't in accordance with it. And so what they've done is, is they've gone ahead and done things anyway and lived lives that aren't good. And, and guess what? They're not happy. So the thinking is, is that I'm not happy doing the things I want or desire. The issue must be okay. Yeah. other people's judgments or uh, we need to change reality. And so they, we, we play this language game and in, in, in which they're trying to make a, create a different reality based on language. Right. So, right. you know, someone is, uh, gets pregnant when they didn't want to, because, you know, they, they had the pleasure of, of, uh, yeah. you know, sleeping around or something like that. Um, and so this isn't making them happy. Um, reality says that this is a baby that they're having because the purpose, the goodness of sexual intercourse is to produce a child. Yeah. Right. But they didn't like that. They wanted the goodness of sexual intercourse merely to be pleasure. Yeah. Right. So they get pregnant. And so they know that if they, they, they kill a child, that's murder. That's not good. It's going to be on their conscience and everything like that. So what if we change the name of it to a fetus? We talk about it as a lump of cells or something. We don't talk about it as a human being. Mm. If we change the language and then maybe I can do this. And, and now my life is conforming to the reality that we've just made up and then everything should be fine. And we, and we do that with all sorts of things, yes. right? We, we, um, and, and what happens is the, the deeper the rabbit hole we go and changing the language to make things justifiable in someone's life so they can think that they're having a good life so that they can ha be happy. It's not making them happy. It's continually not being happy. And the more they do it, the less happy they are and the less happy our world is. And the more depressed children are in it, the yeah. more drugs people are taking and the more like, it's just pathetic. Our, our culture is pathetic. But we, what we need to do is simply go back to what's reality and conform our lives to reality. Like here's reality. I don't like it. I desire something else. And, and what needs to happen is, is we need to suck it up yeah. <laughs> and, and pursue desiring the true things to become good. And instead what we're doing is we're going, I don't like reality. We're just going to, I'm going to keep doing it. We got to call reality something else to make it real or new or good. And yeah. it doesn't work. So, so true. So goodness only happens in following reality. In other words, there needs to be an understanding that there really is true things. Mm. And, and deep down our heart wants that truth. We want to live out true things. We want to live out. We want to be good. But it, it only happens when we conform our lives to truth and goodness yeah. rather than trying to go off the other. Yeah. That makes sense. It, it does. It does. You know, as we talk about goodness, um, I guess, you know, a seemingly basic question, but what, what does a good man or good woman look like in today's, you know, society? Um, so here's... <laughs> Uh, the, the idea of, of being a good person is going to be in, in today's society. And by this, I mean the false good, right? Yeah. The false good. What the world is looking for is for people to, to be tolerant of everything, right? Because mm -hmm. 
if if you if you make a judgment on me, you're you're raining on my parade, right? You're you're yeah. making you're making me feel bad about the reality that I've chosen for myself, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's not good, <laughs> right? And so so to be a good person, you need to just simply put up with everything, yeah, and and not be a not be a jerk, right? Yeah. Change your Facebook, you know, status and yeah, <laughs> and sure, you're you know, put the you know, rainbow around your face or whatever right. it is and just be, be quiet, be tolerant of everything. Don't be judgmental and, um, you know, yeah, get a job and pay your taxes. And yeah, you know, that's, you know, vote the way we tell you to. Right. I don't know. Right. It's a good life is, um, is pretty, um, is pretty not good. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that right now, the, one of the, the struggles is, and this is going to be, um, <clears throat> maybe controversial, Noah, <laughs> you, you know how much I like avoiding controversy. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> what we're all about here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so one of the, one of the hard parts is, is that our, our world is, is talking about um, being good in terms of uh, like the, the world's, uh, the world's going to be destroyed by environmental catastrophe. Yeah. And so you, your ambition, your, um, desire to produce wealth or to, to grow and to have a family, those are all considered bad things because the, we need less people. Yeah. Right. It's in other words, reality says, you Noah are a male and you're going to have a desire to uh, produce, right? Sure. Not, not just produce wealth, um, produce a life, produce a, a home, produce mm. Uh, children, right? You're, right. That's your. That's how God made you. That's how He wired you, and that's what is. And doing those things are good. And our our world right now is saying to young people, all those are bad. Mm. So by virtue of you being male, you're you have to you have to live an unreal way in order to be good. Yeah. But it's not going to make you happy. You're going to be emasculated and you're going to be depressed and it's going to be, does that make sense? Yeah. It's not, it's not good. Um, and, and uh, what we want to do is, is we want to study scripture. We want to know what God has in store for us, what God says, what God says is good. Yeah. He's the one who gets to evaluate things and say, this is good. This is good. This is very good. Yeah. Right. He, he's the one that established it all by his word. And, and we then need to conform ourselves to it, how God has said it. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's, what's going to produce in us as we follow that truth. That's, what's going to make us good. And, and in doing that good, um, that we'll actually be happy. Well, it'd be and to achieve. So to achieve the true definition of goodness, you really do have to, break the mold of our current pagan secular society, which is seemingly difficult for a lot of people. Yes. Especially if you're bombarded with, uh, you know, narratives, Yes, uh, you know, at every corner that. Yeah. And if you're immersed in the secular world, um, public schooling and popular culture and music videos and, you know, whatever it might be. um, It, it is, um, it is very difficult to even see beyond what you're just being told all the time. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, what needs to, to cultivate uh, this desire for true truth and to cultivate a desire for the good and to cultivate the desire for beauty, which we'll get to in just a second. Um, you need to be immersed in a, in a, in a place and a culture that is pursuing those things together. Yeah. Um, so pull your kid out, get him in the Providence Academy, yeah. get him homeschooling, get him somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that, uh, that, that's going to be promoting, uh, the true, the good and the beautiful. Let me, let me talk about beautiful beauty. Yeah. For a was, second. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, see how I anticipate your every question. <laughs> this is how it works out like this that. This is how it works. Right. So where, wherever truth and goodness is, there's going to be uh, beauty, right? The, the ancients talk about beauty and um, uh, Aquinas, I think it talks about beauty as ha- having these three main uh, acts, aspects. One is uh, integritas. That's Latin for wholeness, mm. which means that it's not deficient in what it needs to be the most itself. Um, Constantia, which is proportionality. Um, uh, it, it's it's uh, dimensions should suitably correspond to other physical objects as well as to the metaphysical ideal or an end. In other words, uh, if it's uh, if it's an object of beauty, it's it's how it corresponds to the other things. But in a metaphysical way or or a human way or yeah. a human nature way, um, it is it is uh, suitably corresponding to the the end in mind, right? Of what you're like. My life is meant to. The chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Yeah. So if I'm living a life of truth and goodness that is, is pursuing uh, Christ in his kingdom, um, there is a, there is a, uh, a sense in which that my life is going to be um, uh, proportional, you might say, or <laughs> to, to his kingdom. You're going to yeah. see it. Right. Yeah. And uh, and it's and it's beautiful when you've when you've seen someone live their life um, for Christ's kingdom and you see their the way they've lived and the way they've loved, the way they have sacrificed, the way they have been good. Mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful. And and people are attracted to it. The, the, the third one and the final one is claritas, which means radiance or clarity. Mm. So so that that the thing of beauty clearly radiates intelligibility. That is the logic uh, of its inner being. Um, and, and so it's, uh, so it's clear, right? So here here we go. So if you take of, it must not be deficient in what it needs to be most itself. That's that integrity, Mm -hmm. um, proportionality, radiance, or or clarity. Um, Let's talk about um, say the uh, drag queen who's reading at the library. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Right. Drag queen reading athlete, you know, and, and uh, so here's a guy who's dressed to the nines, who's worked really hard on their body and on their makeup and everything and their, you know, lipstick and, you know, whatever, and their hair and, you know, yeah. they're, they're supposed to be this thing of beauty. Yeah. Right. Right. But it is, is it true beauty? No. Right. So here's a man who's dressed as a woman. So let's, let's talk about uh, wholeness or in, the integrity aspect of it. Yeah. It must not be deficient in what it needs to be most itself. Mm. So here's a man dressed as a woman. Does he have the parts of a woman? Does he have the, right. right? He's hiding, he's hiding the fact that he's male and trying to look female. Yeah. But he, he lacks things like, you know, a womb. Right. Right. He's, he's deficient in what he needs most to be itself. It, it, 
he's not a, un, unlike to, a lot of people, I guess they can't define a woman. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so maybe that's, this is why to let the drag queens believe that they're women. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but they, they lack, there's a, a, a deficiency in what it is that would make them what they're pretending to be. Okay. Um, also, you can look at this. Does it course, is it corresponding rightly with the other objects, even within the room? These are children mm-hmm. juxtaposing a transvestite with children in a library is absurd. Yes. It's not beautiful. This is ugly. Right. Right. But finally there's claritas or radiance, right? There should be this radiance of, of, of the logic of, right. Of, yeah. of who they are and what they, what they are. And, and it, they're covered with makeup. They're not the man that God had made them. Yeah. It, there's no clarity at all. In other words, this is completely false beauty. We could talk about this with pornography. Yeah. Right. One of the, uh, you know, um, one of the, the horrendous things that is destroying our culture is pornography, easily ready pornography where everyone can just get it on their device at any time. And it's, and it's horrible, right? Again, integrity, it must not be deficient what it needs to be most itself. Right. Yeah. So, so if, if uh, again, this, I'm just going to use, because there's all sorts of pornography. I'm just going to use the idea of a heterosexual um, male pornography user and female um, model or whatever their performer. Right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. So, so it, it must not be efficient what it needs to be most itself. Well, first of all, this isn't true intimacy, right? God created us for intimacy within a marriage. Yeah. So the marriage is lacking. True intimacy is lacking. There's um, you're seeing things, but you're not, you don't even know who this person is. Mm. They're a face. There's a, they're a nameless object. It, you know, going on to a proportionality, mm. right. Is, is this, does this look good? A, a, a boy or man alone with their phone or computer mm. uh, getting thrilled off of some nameless person, right. You know, famous, uh, nameless, um, person. No, this doesn't correspond at all. Metaphysically. It's, it's, it's not your ideal. It's not your end. There's no, there's no, nothing that comes of it. Right. Right. right? So, so there can be a sexual gratitude. There can be a gratification of, of one's lust there, Yeah, but that's not the, that's not the end or the ideal of what sex as designed by God is. Right. Right. So it's, it's trying to, it's trying to gain pleasure apart from everything that God made it to be. Mm-hmm. This is a complete rebellion against the way he's made things. Right. And finally, clarity, it should be, it should clearly radiate the logic of this inner being. Right. And, and this isn't it. Right. Um, the way that God made me as a man that's mm-hmm. made you as a man is, is that we're to have uh, enjoy sexual relations with our wife we know right who yeah. we know. i mean biblically how do they call sexual intercourse they didn't call because, it sex no they called it knowing yeah yeah, knowing, yeah 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 right so sex apart from that type of knowledge is just wrong it's not just it's not just wrong it's ugly yeah it's it's not beautiful it's it's not clear you know and we've tried to make again the, what's the end in mind Right. 
So I'm going to know my wife uh, in order to love her, right? To, to be intimate with her, to produce a fruit from it, which is children. Yes. Right. And when we eliminate those kinds of things, it just, and you know, the intimacy is gone. The personal part is gone. The, the, um, the end in mind is gone. It's all comes down to an individual trying to sexually gratify themselves with the images on their computer. It is, it is horrible. It's not, it's false. It's, it's not good. And it is just ugly. Yeah. Um, but you know, our society yeah. continues to try to make it normal yeah, and try to make reality. Well, that's just you know, the way it is. That's just right. The, the intense thing that's just crazy to me is I, I read a statistic now that um, women make up to close to a quarter of uh, porn users now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're trying to get them at a younger and younger age to wow. indulge in pornography. It's horrible. It's destroying our souls in America. Yeah. And, uh, and it's ugly. So those are just two examples. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So why, why truth, beauty, goodness, and beauty? Well, I, I think the reason why we want to emphasize this is we're trying to develop a Christian culture. Yes. Is that these are ways in which we can make judgments. So unlike our world today, yeah, we are supposed to make judgments, right? Do you remember again, Genesis one, God creates these things. He makes things, he names things. Um, he separates them. And he evaluates them and he says, this is good. This is good. This is very good. Right. And then when he saw when he, Adam was just alone by himself, he says, that's not good. Right. There's yeah. that one evaluative statement. That's not good. You know, Adam had this perfect relationship with God. Everything was fine. Sin hasn't even entered the world. And God says, that's not good. And then made, uh, made Eve. Right. Yeah. And then that's very good. Right. right. When you have that, that, that whole thing. <laughs> so, so being in his image, we are also to make things and name things have dominion. We talked about this in season one. Yeah. Um, but part of that is, is that we are, we are supposed to grow in wisdom so that remember that's that proper ordering of things so that we can properly judge. Right. We can properly judge and make judgments on things to be able to say, this is good. This is not good. And that's kind of like a, a key word that is thrown around, right? Like this is a, a judge free zone. Don't judge me. Don't judge anybody. Um, but we have to judge. Yeah. That's what people with guilty consciences want. They don't want judgment. And, and to be frank, it's not what I want all the time either, because to be judged and found wanting is not good. It's it's, it is good. It's, it's, it's not um, easy. No. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, but, but can you imagine, you know, if you read the Proverbs, how great it is for the wise, for someone to, to bring a critique or a judgment to a wise man, mm. they'll thank them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But a fool despises it. And we live in a foolish culture, yeah. a foolish culture. We don't want judgment. We don't want, right. We just want to announce things and from high on and say, yeah, thus is the world as we have made it. And we're just supposed to tolerate it and bow down to our overlords who have said that we're supposed to use, you know, different pronouns or whatever. It's really stupid. We live in a, we live in a, our culture is, I don't know if you realize my audience, if you yeah. realize how bad things have gotten, yeah. it's really, it's not good. Yeah. And all I'm proposing all as we at the Palatine Institute yeah. are humbly proposing is that we just start a new culture. Yeah. How hard is that? 
I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is this to do it? Like, right. We'll, we'll just, we'll just do it. Yeah. That's all it takes. No. Did you realize that? Just, just make a decision and do it. Exactly. And, um, you know, my, my, uh, Chestertonian quote, I think I got from Doug Wilson. Oh yeah. Cause he says it all the time. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. So if you might be hearing me and we're talking about building Christian culture and you're like, well, how do I start? Like, I don't, don't think of perfection. Think of uh, a good step towards that direction and do it. Right. Yeah. Just make a decision and, and begin to do it. So if we want to be virtuous people, um, we, we want to understand uh, how important these transcendentals are, um, especially for judging things. Um, let's just pursue it. Pursue it. <laughs>